want to be a homeowner, but you don't know where to start, guess what? I'm going to help guide you through. My name is Cameron Diabas, and I am a seasoned mortgage professional, and I am the podcaster general of the Home Buyer Hustle. And I'm here to help guide you through credit, income, assets, the mortgage application, and all those pitfalls that you need to avoid, things you may not have known about, and there's a special bonus just for you. That's right, just for you. We're also going to talk about down payment assistance. We're also going to talk to real estate professionals, people in the real estate game, inspectors, and that are going to be able to help let you know what they look for when they're inspecting homes and so forth. So without any other delay, let's take the dive. Let's have some fun. Hello, and thank you for joining me again. I know I told you guys that I had a special guest, and she's here. All right, so I want to, we've talked about before, we want to have, we're going to do a little deep dive. So we have with us Cindy Rice, and she's from John L. Scott in Madrona. So I'm going to have her kind of talk to you a little bit about her background and all of that. So let's just have her take it away, and then we're going to like address certain things that we both see in the market. And like I mentioned to you in the podcast before, it's going to be kind of like a roundtable thing, but not like red table talk, like with Jada Pinkett, because I don't want Will Smith to slap my ass. So <laughs> we're just going to hold up, and we're going we're gonna to just let Cindy take it, and then we're going to have this conversation kind of roundtable style and keep you guys engaged. So you better have your popcorn and you better be ready because it's going to get fun. All right, Cindy, you take it away. Okay, so as you said, I'm Cindy Rice. I'm with John L. Scott Madrona Group. Previously, I was with Remax, but John L. Scott, we started out the Madrona Group as a small group, maybe about 15 of us or so. It's grown tremendously. So they've purchased West Seattle, John L. Scott. They've purchased one over on the island. I always forget which one, but it's over on the island. We have Bothell and we have Muckleteo now. So there's now five of us combined into this Madrona group, which is great. Yeah. So we have a a huge, huge team now. Huge one. Good. And that's, that's exciting. So what are you guys seeing in the market? I know you guys have Jason Fox and Mr. Mr. Blogger comes out with all of his exciting information. We got Brian Buffini out there throwing out great information. But what are you seeing in the trenches, open house after open house, close sale after close sale? What are you seeing as a stumbling block or something we can help with? So what uh, what we're seeing out there, what I'm seeing, just me personally out there, is, you know, we're still in inventory shortage, you know? I mean, oh, yeah. it's how people aren't selling as, you know, frantically as they were even just a year ago, really. Right. So, of course, that has a lot to do with the interest rates, which we'll talk about here later. You know, there's been some of the real hot homes that had multiple offers and going you know, over the asking price, but not terrible like it was. So, I mean, something that's, you know, at least still within the appraisal. So, I mean, that's a plus. 
and then a lot of homes are going past their offer review date, you know, where they've had no offers. So it's kind of a mixed market right now. It's really hard to nail down what it really is. Right. And what I think, and is that majority of the consumers that are out there have been fed a bunch of bullshit. They right. think that this market <laughs> is going to crash and that the homes are going to get rock bottom prices and that they're, you know, and everything's just going to fall apart and we're going to be in the Armageddon. And that shit just isn't going to happen. It it's isn't going to happen. It's not going to happen for a number of reasons. You know, number one, the interest rates went up because it was the government meddling to try to control, number one, inflation, number two, the appreciation of home value. Exactly. So they got in there, started messing around. You know, inflation was going crazy. Now, I honestly think inflation's numbers are below what the government is saying. And as you know, the government is always, they always overreact and then make subtle changes backwards. So it's, I, I, I think a lot of people are just confused. They they're, they're, have this fear of missing out. They don't realize that fear of missing out. They think that they want them to get the best deal and they think that the prices are going to drop so low. But what they don't know, and like I told my podcast group earlier, I said, you know, here, let me grab my notes. It's like I said, you know, number one, people don't realize that 39% of the homeowners that are out there right now own their property for Inclair. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they don't, you know what I mean? And then another what? 29% have at least 50% equity. And sure, those people that have the 50% equity and the people that free and clear, they're going, oh, do I want to jump out of something that's free and clear or, or that I have 50% equity and I'm riding on a 3% rate? Do I want to give that up to get something where I'm going to get 6%? And like I told my dad, like the rates are going to drop. I guarantee it. They're going to go down eventually. Yeah, and you're spot on, Cameron, there. Yeah. You know? And it's like, why Why do I want to sell my house when I have like a 2.5% interest rate yeah. that will probably never come around again that we call the unicorn rate? So that was during the COVID time when every buyer from every corner of everywhere came out to buy. So they're in this great interest. They got all this equity in their home. So why would they want to sell and start all over again? But here's the thing. Now is the time to buy because the houses have dropped, you know, and they needed to drop, really. That's I right. mean, raising the interest rate, houses were getting out of control. Average person couldn't even afford a home. So they really did need to come down. But now is the time where you get your pick. I mean, you can go out there and say, oh, I like this house for this price, and most likely you will get it. So, yeah. It is the time. You can always change your interest rates later. Yes, you know? exactly. You're not forever on the interest rate. You are on the price of the home, though. Yeah, and that's what I was saying earlier. I just said, you know what? You need the time is now. If you have a fear of missing out, the time yeah. is now while the rates are lower because you have people going, I don't know if it's time to buy now because... You know, and those and the prices aren't going to get any lower. We're already starting to see prices start to creep back up. So if you have a fear of missing out, you are going to miss out. You're going to miss out on the low prices 
and the rates are going to drop and you're going to be, you're going to pay more for your house. Well, and here's the other thing. If they're going to wait, rate. yeah, if they're going to wait along with everybody else, yep. then, then everyone's, oh, interest rates are low now. Let's everyone run out and buy again. So you know what that's going to do. Yes. That's going to raise the prices. It's going to go over the yes. asking price. I mean, it's yes. going to be another frenzy. Yeah, so let's go back and let's give these people an analogy that everyone will probably understand. It's like the COVID toilet paper issue. <laughs> right. You know what? Everybody's like, it's not that bad until you go to the supermarket. You can't even buy flipping toilet paper. I know. You know what about the one? Oh, it's going to be an earthquake. And you go into the store and thinking, I'm just going to grab some water and the shelves are bare. Right. You know, people wait to the last minute. Don't get caught waiting to the last minute. Yeah, buy the, like, it's like, it. I've been preaching. Buy that dream home now, and you rent the rate. You rent the rate because you want to know what? It's going to get better. You just have got to have more of a millionaire mindset, buy low, sell high. Right. Don't, Go, oh, I got to watch out for the rate. That That is important to a degree. But at the end of the day, all bullshit aside, it's about the payment. The payment is what drives it. It's the payment. It's not the rate. It's the payment. Yeah. You know, you're going to, if you pay a higher rate, you're going to be able to write off more of the interest. We, we know how that works. But if you wait, you're going to miss out on all these good deals that are there. And, and you're going to be like, what? I mean, sure, the builders are going to catch up. They're going to flood the flood the market with new homes. But it, the prices are still going up. Right. And you're right. They can always buy the rate down. I mean, that's yes. a really good option. Yeah. Yes. Well, yes. They, they put out, you know, another five, six thousand dollars, buy down a half a percent or, you know, quarter percent. Or whatever they feel comfortable doing. It's one of those things. And you and I had this conversation last week that, you know, what people need and it's what they need. And what they need is a strategic real estate partner that can help navigate them through this, be negotiating on their behalf. Right. A trusted mortgage professional that will be able to say, hey, we have these options. We have these options. And Barbara could just do this. You know, in some cases, is it really going to matter if we know that the rates are projected to be in that 5% range in 2024 or five and a half range even? Well, you they've know, gone do, down, haven't they? Didn't they just go down this last week? Yeah, they went down a little bit, and they're going to be continuously going down a little right. bit. And they're going to slow step them down. Yep. But, but at the end of the day, what they need, like I said, is that trusted real estate professional and that trusted you know, mortgage professional to be able to say, does it make sense right. to use your seller concession towards a rate buy down, or do you just... Hold on, get what you're going to get now, and then refinance later. Yeah. When the and there's so many different, and it's no, no one size fits all. Everybody's different, but it's more like I said before, I've been doing this for a long, long time, and it always comes down to payment. 
It always comes yeah, down to right. rape. People yeah. always say rape. You know, because that's what they've been taught and programmed. And sure, rape to a degree is important, but its payment is much more important than rape. You know, I go and use my credit card. I don't go, oh, what's my payment going to, you know, what's my rate on this card? Sometimes I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to buy it, pay it off with, you know, without having any interest, pay it off well, early. And then that know? brings up another, a whole other area is, okay, so if you want to keep your payments at a certain level, what makes it so that you can't just buy a home at that same payment? So... I mean, because renting exactly. versus buying, you know, is a whole nother subject too. So you're going to yes. pay all the, all this money towards somebody else's mortgage when you could be paying that towards your own mortgage, you know, yep. and and have equity and money in the bank. Yep, exactly. Another thing we talked about, you know, I have people that are saying, well, the interest rates are too high. It doesn't make sense for me to purchase a home now, but yet... You're paying $2,100 a month in rent, which is basically 100% interest, and you're okay with that. Right, yeah. Or they're going to pay, you know, 24% interest on a car or 18% yes. on a car. And that's yeah. okay. They're going to yeah. pay almost double what the car's valued at. Right. So, exactly. But, you know, so you you're know. at, you know, less than 7% on a mortgage rate, you know, is, is not that bad. No, and like I was, like I said earlier in the podcast when we talked about the mortgage rate predictions, and I and I had mentioned that back in 1984, mortgage yeah. rates were at 20.84 percent. So let's just say 20, or if you want to round it up, 21. Yeah, in 84, <laughs> and you know, but CDs were that high too. But you know. And for all the people, the CD is the certificate of deposit, not the music <laughs> CD. But anyway, right. it's so. Investment. But yeah, but I mean, they just don't put everything, and you know, and then and then people will say, "Well, homes were only twenty thousand dollars back then, too," you know, or twenty-five or thirty thousand dollars, and you know, it's like it's all relative at this point. You also made. Four and five dollars an hour, you know. Yeah, so it balances out. You know? Yes, it's all relative. Exactly. I mean, yes, yeah, you could go to the movie for a dollar, you know. So yeah, right. It always balances back out, you know. It, it always a lot cheaper, but so is your pay, you know. Yes, exactly. So what else got going on? What else is? What else you want to talk about? Well, the housing market is good. The mortgage, so. You want to talk more about real estate or? Yeah. Let's okay. talk about what you think from your experience, what home buyers should be looking for. Like, you know, you get, you get Ed and Susie who want to buy their first home and Susie wants the soaking tub and the other one wants the, the shop. But is there more to it than that? You know, it's, you, you have an idea in your head of what you're looking for when you go out and search for a home. And you mm -hmm. have this dream yeah. home of everything that you're looking for. And, you know, we do our best to find everything that you're looking for, but it's not always possible. So you might have maybe, you know, 
30% of it is the location. So mm -hmm. location, you can't change. You know, another 30% is maybe there's something within the house that you can change. Easy fix. I want right. to take the walls. I want to, right, you know, right, right, right. new flooring. I want different flooring, whatever. Those are easy fixes. And then there's that other 30%, you know, that maybe you just have to live with. Maybe you just have to bend a little bit and say, you know, I could live with that, you know. Because the average homeowner only stays in their home, what, five to seven years before they, they decide they need something bigger, maybe something smaller, maybe exactly. a different location, that sort of thing. So, there, you know, we, we do our best to find everything on your list that you're looking for, but it's not always 100% probable. So, Yeah, so you're talking flexibility. They need a little bit of, a little bit of flexibility. And um... so, for instance, somebody might say, you know, I really want to find a house in Lake Stevens and for this price and all this stuff. And it's like, OK, well, I found one exactly what you're looking for, but it's in Snohomish or it's in Marysville or something. You know, it might not be exactly, but yeah, it, right within their right. price range. Right. So so some areas are pricier than other areas. Oh, of course. And the other thing at the end of the day is this as well. So I've bought a few homes in my day and I have went through and you go through a hundred listings. You go right. through, you know, another 50, 50 tours and you're like, no, no, no. And then you see the right one wrong area and you're like, I love it. <laughs> Right. So, so I mean, I'll put the offer in. I'm going. It's what I want. In you area know what I mean? Because yeah. you just, you don't know. Yeah. Until you see it. And then you just know. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. It's like, it's this love connection thing. You're like, it's it. <laughs> it's it. Don't even yeah. look anywhere else. You know? Right. And then but here's you, the other thing that a lot of people don't understand is when you hire an agent to find you to buy a home. We're called a buyer's agent. You right. know, so the the buyers, they don't pay they don't pay us for our time. You know, we'll go out and show you okay. whatever homes right. you want to see. And there's no fee to that buyer. All the commissions that we get paid come from the listers. So, you know, the sellers, the, the sellers people yeah. that are selling the home. So it's a real misunderstanding to the majority of people is, well, I don't want to go to a real estate agent because I don't want to pay all that money. Well, you don't pay our fees. The seller pays our fees. So we work for the buyers for pretty much nothing, you know. For nothing. Oh, see, I think I think a lot of people don't realize that. I think, oh, right. I have to pay for the agent. The agent's going to, yeah. See right. What I mean, but they don't. So, you know, get a hold of a real estate agent because it's not going to cost you anything. It's only going to cost the person from the house. On the selling the side. Got to definitely watch the selling side. Exactly. And then and then they've done. Is it just Washington or around the U.S. where they I think it's probably just Washington where they changed that commission breakdown for the seller. The seller can have the. One yeah. and a half, or however they so do that. So we negotiate our rate with the selling agent. So, oh. yeah, we can, um, you know, if the selling agent says, okay, we'll give a 
a seller concession, right? So say the, the buyer wants to have $10,000 back to buy their interest rate down. Right. And uh -huh. then the, the agent has that option to say, you know, I'll give a, you know, a percent of my commission to cover that. You know, there, there are certain negotiating ways. I mean, we don't like to do that. So because we work very hard for. Oh, exactly. For I mean, exactly. We, you know, when you buy a house, we're not done. You know, we're not like, okay, well, good luck now. You're all, you know, forms are signed. Okay, see you later. I mean, we're in it till the end, 30 yeah. to 45 days, all the way to the end. We have inspections and appraisals. And beyond. And beyond. Yeah, and beyond. Because it's so, a lifelong relationship at this point. It's You're going to be working with their children, with their children's children. Well, it's a, yeah. You know, it's become a family affair at that point. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we, we drive all over the place. We might show you 20 homes before you want one. I mean, we do work very hard to earn what we get paid. You know, it's not easy right. money. Oh, that's easy. Let's just no. sign some forms and you're done. You're not done. You know, it's like just begun. So Yeah, very true. Very true. Very true. What do you, do you see the, uh, the inventory coming back and... I mean, what, what's your take on this? What do you think that we're going to start you know, spinning it's back like up? You see it start to pick up again. You're like, oh, wow, we got a lot of listings this week, you know, because we cover it week by week. Uh -huh. And it's like, okay, the pendings are up there, you know, and um, and then next week it might be back down again. You know, it's like oh, at any okay. given time you could have, you know, a bunch of houses come on the market bunch right. of them go pending or sold, and then the next week there might be very few. Gotcha. There is it. a lot more new build that has come out, which is good. Uh-huh. The new homes. Yeah. The new homes are coming out a lot yeah. more. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Well, I, man, I uh, want to thank you for taking the time to give your insight because it's like I said, we we hear different stuff, and I say we hear things in the media that – Unless you can take a step back, you don't realize, or if you're in the game, you don't realize what a lot of stuff that the media is talking about is bullshit. They're just right. they're preying on people's fear of exactly. the interest rates, you know, the houses are going to, you know, and then, and then feed them with false hope. The, yeah. the, the home values are going to collapse. It's yeah. like this isn't 2007, 2010. We will never be there again. It will, you know, that will never happen. No. And the reason it happened before, and like I said earlier in the podcast earlier, the reason it happened before was because banks were lending to people that would have had trouble qualifying for a mortgage previously. And, you know, we had lax lending standards. There was yeah. a lot of conflicts of interest that nobody was, that was called out. You know, wow. banks got overextended. And then everything hit at the same time, and it it was just ugly. It yeah, was ugly. Yeah, that was, was that was crazy times. Crazy yeah, time. and yeah. All, there's all of those. You know, there now we have trid. We have you know lending guidelines are stricter, and they're stricter to protect the consumer and the home buyer, so they don't foreclose. People think, oh, you just foreclose on my house. Damn business to do that shit, you know. Yeah, we're but, lending you a house. 
the money to buy a house because you want to be a homeowner. I mean, with that comes a lot of responsibility. And it's like we want to make sure that these people are, are protected as much as possible. They know, you know what an adjustable rate mortgage is versus a fixed rate mortgage. We want them to know. We want them to be educated. Because yeah. you know what we found? People say, well, I didn't even know I had an adjustable rate mortgage. They right. should they have explained it. They and even you want to hear victims. <laughs> there was a lot of victims then. <laughs> like, they should never have lent me the money. They knew I was working three jobs. And so what do you think happens now when somebody works two jobs or three jobs? We only count one income. Yeah. And they yeah. go, well, I make all this money on the side. Nice. Give you a gold star. <laughs> you know, unless you find some run-of-the-mill credit union or some small bank that that only generates so much mortgages that they want to create their own program, that may be a case, but it's not very often. Nope, nope, nope. That second income stuff, because what happens? Nobody wants a second job got to be kidding me. People go, oh, yeah, I've always worked two jobs ever since I was in high school. Shut <laughs> up. Shut up. <laughs> well, minute you get the house, you're going, oh, I made it. Yeah. And you're sitting on that brand new, that now, brand new couch. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and that's another thing, too, that you should tell people about is what things not to do in order to qualify for a home loan. Oh, oh, I am. I'm on fire now. I, I'm i probably about, <laughs> I'm real with these. I'm like, the last few that I've done, I've changed some things. And um, I want, I want people not to, not to be coddled, you know, no participation trophies here. And you know, it, it, you gotta like do the right stuff and like people with credit. You know, people go, well, you know, I didn't pay this because, you know, you got to pay your bills, dumbass. You, you just right. don't say, well, it was in both my girlfriends and my name, and we broke up, and I'm just psych mad at her, and I'm not going to pay it. Good <laughs> thing, dumbass, because now you're you're going to end up paying it anyway. And have if you you're ever had somebody cost you the opportunity to buy a house. Huh? Have you ever had somebody do that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they go. I'm. I, you see it in divorce still. I'm not paying it. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna get even. You know, the only ones I've ever seen successful in divorce are those ones that say, "You know, we really need to work on this together. We can't screw each other in this because that's what happens." You know, one right. that says, "I'm not making a house payment. House payment goes to." Well, the home goes in the foreclosure, and they're both wrapped up in it. They just ruined it for both just because of stubbornness, you know? So what kind of advice would you give somebody, Cameron, if they're getting ready to buy a home, say it's their first time buying a home, what uh -huh. kind of advice would you give to them to prepare to buy that house? Number one, number one, and we talk about this on in other episodes, but number one is they need to know their credit. Yeah. You know, they, there's pillars. And number one is, is credit. They need to know what their credit score is. They need, they need to go on annualcreditreport.com every year, and they need to pull it. They need to look who 
They need to look and know what's on their credit report. Look and see if there's any social security numbers that aren't theirs that appear on there. You'd be amazed at how many times you pull a credit report. There's wow. another credit. There's another number on there. And right. like, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Doesn't cut it when you're when you're asking a lender to lend you four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars, and you come up with this I don't know answer. Shit, that work. <laughs> you gotta like, you know what I mean? You gotta say, hey, you gotta be truthful. Go through your credit report. Know what's on it. You know, and, and if your credit's not strong, if you're with a bankruptcy, foreclosure, whatever, better have the dates and what happened. Because there's some rules with FHA that you can do two years after a foreclosure or after a bankruptcy, but you got to have that stuff very well documented. And hey, this happened or this happened and this happened and whatever. They're not going to go, well, well whatever. Uh, I just don't have time for this. I'm. I'm busy working. You know, better figure yeah. it out. Better yeah, figure it out. And then, I mean, isn't there others where they shouldn't be out purchasing new items? You know, don't, yes. don't match you know, your credit cards yes. out. Absolutely. Don't buy that go. Here's the best one. You've already pre-approved them, and the educated ones that you that you've educated, you said, hey, you know, before you use that credit card, you better call me email me something before you use that credit card yeah on whatever you know but there's ones that think that they know more than everybody else just like kids well they, uh, they think nobody will know you don't yeah, know they, anything nobody's gonna go, find out yeah they <laughs> go when they buy freaking new car yeah or they go and buy new furniture for the house and well, not they, even in yet <laughs> yeah but they don't think about the ramifications. What if they're really close to on their debt to income ratio? And now they go and buy a car with a, I mean, $500, $600 payment. Now their debt to income ratio is even, is outside the box. Right. And that doesn't matter if you buy or lease. You know what I mean? And, and it yeah. will kill a deal unless they can sell yeah. that car back to the dealership. And yep. we've had people that like you got to take car back. You got to take the car back. You got to really? take it back, or you don't qualify. <laughs> you know, whether people that are, hey, you know, we're we're gonna buy this. Can we? We want to. We're gonna need some new furniture. I'm like, wait until this is all done, right? And close, and then use one of those. Then you strategically use one of those credit card offers that you get in the mail after you buy a house, you know, but you gotta be smart about it. You can't just willy nilly it and do whatever you think because you're like, I, well, I know what I'm doing. You know what? You're going to thank yourself if you don't pay attention, you know? So, but this is good stuff. And I, and I, I'm thankful that you joined me today and we're able to well, get inside. I hope my, yeah, I hope my listeners have all gained something from this because that's why I'm doing this. I want to make sure everybody knows what to look for, the pitfalls. You know, if this was easy, everybody would do it. It's right. not. There's not other mortgage brokers. There are not other real estate agents that are doing this stuff. We're bringing this information because it's important. 
sure. want to hit. This is the real world. You know, and you see some real estate agents and all you see is just their picture on the, you know, in the shopping cart basket, you know, and, but you don't know what that person really is about. And, you know, and that might be our next, your, yours and my next segment is, you know, what, what should people look for in a real estate agent? Yeah, you know, but absolutely. I, I, you know, because it's either, oh, I got a referral from a friend of a friend. You know, that's a pretty big decision. You know, you you need to be educated when you make it. You know what I mean? Well, that's know? a good point because as of the first of the year, also, they're putting in a new rule with the uh, multiple listing site that every buyer that you have is now going to be required to sign a buyer agency agreement. So when you sign that agreement, you're locked in with that agent now. Oh, yeah, that starts on the 1st of January. Oh, of next year? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, very good information. But what we know, we'll hit these guys up with that next time. But I, I think we should do these like, you know, every other week or whatever, because I really like the idea of being able to just give them relevant information ongoing. So they like, okay, I'm ready to go. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a tool for our pre-approvals. All of those people that are looking to buy, you know, I'll say, hey, I feel like I got a good idea. And, and well, if yeah. there are anything that they're missing, they can pick up the phone and call us. Call, right. call somebody, you know? Well, I, it's, there's, there's a lot, especially first-time home buyers that, they don't understand the process, you know, no, they no. think they just call an agent and we'll go and get them in a the house, but they don't understand your, your first step is you need to get qualified, you know? Yes, exactly. You come to the All agent. righty. Good stuff. But like I said, again, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank until you, guys, man. until the next one, we're going to dive deep every single time. And like I said, at the last, at the end of every podcast, you know what, if you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always got. So you got to think ahead. Be smart about it. Till the next podcast, guys. Have a good one. Okay. Yep. Thank Take you. care. Woo! That was a lot of information to take in. You know what? I'm proud of you. You hung on it and you followed it through. So here's the best part. It's only going to get better. I guarantee it. You know what? So what I want you to do is I want you to bookmark this. I want you to watch it, subscribe, and re-watch it. Then, do me a favor. Have your friends watch it and your friends subscribe to it. Until the next episode, I expect to see you in your seat ready and willing. Because remember, you're always going to get what you've always got if you keep doing what you always do. So let's do this. Come on, hustlers.